You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Mitchell Hernandez. And I'm also your host, Brandon Condit. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth, a conversation where a conservative and independent like myself and an independent liberal like myself can share different points of view without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics and in the media. So with that, let's get started. And again, if you're just joining us or simply watching the CBS News report, the GOP, GOP health care bill has passed, uh, as Scott just mentioned, called Trump Care by Some Now. We're expecting a celebration and a news conference at the Rose Garden at the White House, which the president himself announced in a tweet a short while ago. All righty. So looks like uh, we have a brand new health care bill that just passed in the House. Um, basically Obamacare light, but... <laughs> Trump we can get into the details. Trump care, GOP care, Trump care. Yeah, yeah. It's House care, whatever the hell you want to call it. I call it utter shit. Uh, but um, I, think, I think liberals call it like death to your grandma care. Um, <laughs> so actual death for being a woman. I, yeah, we're gonna get into some of that right. stuff as well and see how much being of this we can. A, being a debunk. woman is a pre-existing condition. Did you know that? <laughs> um, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching the here's, here's, the... here's the actuality, though, of the whole thing. Like, I don't think... Let's start off by making it very clear that neither one of us are fans of this of this bill. No. Um, and Republicans... And Democrats... You... Democrats who are pissed about this bill, I don't know what you're... I don't know what you're doing. Because Obamacare wasn't working. It was failing. Um, it didn't... Right. It wasn't helping the middle class. So the Republicans just did you a favor... A huge, huge favor. <laughs> they just put this on their shoulders with a year until an election where all seats in the House are up. Like, come on. This, <laughs> they did you a huge favor. Yeah, there is literal the audio. Now, right, I don't know. Now, I don't know if Democrats need to be singing. Like, I don't know if you need to be singing. Na, 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 na. <laughs> um, but well, no, most Democrats aren't happy. Most of them are freaking out, thinking that everyone's going to die, and and I saw rape as a pre-existing condition, all these ridiculous things, which have been now debunked. Uh, but I thought we got a couple websites here. Uh, NPR, of course, did a really good job here of going through uh, some of what it does. And if you guys had listened to our previous um, segment on the AHCA. Not much has really changed. Um, no. So just like we didn't like that bill before, we, we don't like it now. Um, you're going to have your tax credits are still there. And have we, God damn it, I think that is so stupid. Have we figured out how these ta- tax credits work? Because they sound... First, well, first of all, to, some, to somebody who has any... Not, any understanding even minor understanding of economics like it should be obvious that that free money just giving free money to everybody not probably <laughs> the best economic solution um to i don't know ask liberals yeah um well this is republicans this is another group of republicans right like the bush era this is paul ryan um that decided to give away money at a time where we probably shouldn't be giving away money. Now what <laughs> I would be interested in, I would feel like there would have to be some kind of regulations on that or some kind of like 
call it like I'm not finding tax credit vouchers so that like you have to prove that you're buying insurance with this. I just can't imagine the government calls me up and Mm -hmm. is like, yo, Brandon, you want a couple grand, a few grand? Like, here you go. Um, Really? For nothing? Sweet. I'm still not going to buy insurance, but I'm going to have some (laughs) cool shit. So... Right. So basically you get $2,000 for people who are in their 20s uh, and higher, which I'm assuming that that works for 18-year-olds as well. Like I know everyone's like, oh, well, you're on your parents' uh, health care plan. What if your parents don't have a health care? Well, I would think – What if you don't have parents? I, I would like, think – I'm sure that – I would think and I would hope that it would not apply to anybody who already has an availability of of health care. So if, you're, if your job right. provides – healthcare or not insurance and or you're an 18 year old and your parents job provides insurance i would think that you would have to like you you would need to go that route if you have that availability you don't get this tax credit if you're already being offered it but i would think that you i don't know i haven't read how exactly that's written up i would just think that either way it's not a totally responsible thing to do just throw out money but well shit happens during the course of a year and so i mean it sounds nice to say oh well here's two thousand dollars but then you get that and you have every intention to spend it on healthcare and whatnot but then something else happens and you have to spend it somewhere else you know what i mean if it was like a month to month type of subsidy type thing okay maybe even then, as a conservative and a Republican, I don't love that right. idea. I, I'm well aware of the fact that at this point, Obama has made it so that of the American society, the American, we're going to have to have universal health care because we already basically do. It just sucks. It's just a very, it's like the shittiest version you could possibly think of of that health care is kind of what we yeah. have. Um, it's not perfect, obviously. It doesn't say that everyone is enti- you know, is going to have it, but it tries to, to help it, you know, to help the poorest people. Um, and so I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think that having these tax credits, which is basically the, the big bulk of you know, the mm-hmm. plan, I don't think that's a good idea at all. But you know, right? Um, they seem to think it also apparently. it also cuts it cuts taxes and it ends Medicaid mm-hmm. expansion. Um, Right. The bill eliminates, which I do. I have mixed feelings about that when it comes to the Medicaid uh, expansion. Because when I found out what it was, how basically it was saying the the expansion before was for people who were basically above the poverty mm-hmm. line. So yeah, it just kind of expanded it and let more people in onto it. And I do get that. At the same time, I do kind of feel like it should be reserved for the the poorest people. So if we just keep expanding it and expanding it to include more people that are above the poverty line that don't really right. need it. Uh, now obviously, healthcare is so expensive that even people well above the poverty mm-hmm. line need help with it if they have anything come up, if they get sick or anything. So I understand why why it's there. Right. I don't like that it's there. I don't like that it's a necessity, so but I, I do understand that it is. You'll so like hear, have kind of you'll hear um, about it. Democrats arguing that, it, that, that this is a bad bill for the middle class and that this bill helps the rich and when they do that i believe they're citing those tax cuts the bill eliminates nearly all taxes that were included in the aca the affordable care act to pay for subsidies um those cuts which add up to about almost 600 billion include tax on incomes over 200,000 or 250,000 for a married couple um a tax on health insurance 
health insurers um, and a limit on how much insurance companies can deduct for executive pay. Um, so that so when mm-hmm. so when Democrats in Congress are out there talking about how this really isn't a bill that helps the middle class, um, that's what they're citing. Do you think that's fair? No, I mean none of not, nothing about this. I really think is fair. You know, if you're going to put it that way, I don't think that the health care, I don't think health in general is fair. No, do you think, do you think their argument is fair that this helps, that this doesn't do much for middle class people and does more for richer people? That's a slippery slope. I mean, you can always cite things that's like, oh, it's going to help rich people. They say the same thing about cutting taxes and things that we have to do that would actually end up opening up more of their income, you know, to taxation. So it's a slippery slope. Is it going to help out some people? Yeah, it is. Is it going to maybe hurt other people? Yeah, probably, because things aren't black and white. So mm-hmm. I think that both sides are going to be able to claim that. Like, if you're a liberal and you say, oh, my God, it's going to make the rich richer, and I hate that. Okay, well, I can't really disprove that. But right. there is situations where it might not might not uh, go the same way. And also, if you're a liberal, I'm sure the, the biggest thing that you're talking about is pre-existing conditions. Because if you have any liberal friends on Facebook, you are being bombarded with the apocalypse that has now hit our country due to this, <laughs> this new bill. I mean, if we, um, if we have any – keep in mind, we're, we're two 30-year-olds, so we probably have – we probably know a lot of liberal people. I'm sure, though, right. that – in the same way that liberals are freaking out about pre-existing conditions right now, you can go look at like the I love Ted Cruz's greasy hair fan page, and they're like freaking out about Obama's a Merce oh, lamb. Right. He prays to right. Allah. Exactly. <laughs> like, so where's his birth certificate? Right. People are gonna freak um, out. Right. So Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> so anyway. So but but basically yeah, let's get to that to that part of it because it, it does pretty much suck. Um, there, now, it's not as, as apocalyptic as some of these people were painting, like, rape. Is, if you're a rape, then you're, you know, yeah, what, not so, going to have health care. So if you're a woman, you're going to not have health care. I heard that, but I have no idea why that was being said. Do you have... It's been... To, no, I don't know why it was being said. I think it was just an overreach, but I've seen it thoroughly debunked, where even the people that I know who you, you're... When I say it, I know you know who I'm thinking of, have had to walk it back and be like, well, I guess it doesn't, but everything else is bad. Right. So... I'm, I'm, you know, at the, I've come to Fake the conclusion news. that I don't even need, yeah, I don't even really need to go far into it. Rape is not a pre-existing condition, so but having a vagina know, is. I don't Sorry, know. ladies. Absolutely. No, <laughs> so let's read about the pre-existing conditions here because it is kind of shitty. It says the AHCA maintains protections for people with pre-existing conditions, with some important exceptions. See waivers below. That means that someone with high medical expenses pays the same premium for the same policy as everyone else uh, his age in the area, which is not going to be happening. So these state waivers, I am really confused on this. I don't understand how they work. I don't understand who thought this was a good idea. And this is basically where you open yourself up, Republicans, to attack because this sounds fucking stupid. So it says state waivers. This section of the bill essentially amounts to an optional state-run full repeal of Obamacare. So we're looking at Tennessee and these other states, these hard red states. That Oklahoma, have been dying. <laughs> looking at you, buddy. Oklahoma. Yeah. So th- these are ones that you know they've really ah, popping that top. Been going for it. It says it would give states the ability to apply for a waiver 
whatever that means, that lets them opt out of most of the regulations and consumer protections that are included in the ACA, the Affordable Care Act. So we're um, gonna so we're gonna repeal it on a state by state basis. Um, they have to apply for a waiver, and that's why I don't understand. Like, who approves that? Who is like, okay, what what are your reasons? Well, if it's well, I don't if it's like the, it. If okay, it's that the sounds Republican, good enough for me. If it's a Republican federal government, you would have to think it wouldn't be too hard to get that approved. <laughs> you would think, but you know, there's, it has to go through more things. That sounds like something that you have to go through the courts for. Yeah, and you, we've seen how the courts have been do, acting here lately. Right. So it says states could Ju- apply for judicially, waivers. like a separate. Separate piece of the same functioning <laughs> cog puzzle. Yeah, we, we've had that puzzle. argument. Cog um, puzzle. Cog puzzle. I need need me a cog puzzle. So it says uh, number one. Uh, these are the three things that they could do. Uh, would allow insurance companies in their states to do these three things. One, charge older people more than five times what they would charge younger people for the same policy. That seems smart. I understand. Yeah, it sounds crazy. I understand it because obviously when you're old, you're going to be. T- you're going to have more health issues, and therefore you're going to take more out of the system. So I understand it. It still is shitty. It's a shitty reality. Well, yeah, that- I mean, because the reality is that you're old and less able to make money. You have less opportunity to make money that a younger person has. Well, I mean, that, they now, say I guess that. It depends, it's also it depends true that old people sick- have the most disposable income. Right. I guess it just depends on your sickness, too. Like, if you're trying – if you can't yeah. go to the doctor for – the flu that's different than not going to the doctor for leukemia so you right. know um, right. i guess you know it's it's always going to be an individual basis type type thing anyway but right. it doesn't so sound pleasant can, no it, it does, it's not it's a hard reality it's one of those things where like i get why liberals are upset about it i also get why it's necessary because guess what old people get sick Two, mm-hmm. eliminate required coverage called essential health benefits. So this is the including the maternity care, the mental health, and the prescription drugs that were required under the Affordable Care Act. This is where you're getting all of the, the, the people, liberals, and the Democrats that we see saying that basically being a woman, apparently they think every woman has a mental health issue, and now they're not, no longer going to be covered. Sexist. And I know it, right? Isn't it sexist? So <laughs> I don't get it. It's like I... I I know a lot of women who don't have mental health issues. Why don't you mansplain um, it to me, Mitch? <laughs> well, I'm feeling a little bit like a woman today, uh-huh. so I can't mansplain it. But, you know, I'll change back later in about 20 minutes. <laughs> but so basically. So, so many so that's I know. So, <laughs> so that's where the brunt of that's coming from is, is where you see that big, massive list of, oh, my God, you know, everything can be taken off and whatnot. Um, so three. They can ch- charge more or deny coverage for people who have pre-existing conditions such as cancer, diabetes, and arthritis. Don't do that, Republicans, yeah. because now your bill sucks. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and it already sucked to begin right. with. And, that's, and that's, it, why, that's why I said in the beginning of all this nonsense, Democrats, liberals who are freaking out should actually be as excited as those dumb Right. Those, well, if you're playing politics, they should be excited. If they yeah. actually want to help people. They should not. No, they should not. No, no, they should not. Because it is. A, you're like, no, be jumping for joy. More people are going to no, die. No, no. This is great. It is, it is a bad bill. It is a bad bill. Politically, though, you should be happy yeah. that Republicans did you a huge favor because this was this was a Democratic problem. The Obamacare was not was. going to. It was not sustainable. It was failing on itself. And had they not 
now we're also we're also having this conversation way too early because it hasn't passed the Senate yet, and you know it's not going to pass the Senate the way it no. looks right now because it's just not. Um, yeah, they'll have to do something to it. They'll, they'll obviously have to doctor it up. I mean, the House is is one thing. There's a lot of conserv- very staunch conservatives, but even the conservatives in the Senate. I mean, unless you're kind of like Ted Cruz or something like that, right? Most of them are a little bit more you know moderate because they have to be. You know. Yeah, you get a six-year term, but there's only two senators, and if they lose, it's a huge loss you know what I mean? to the party. It, it's a huge loss, yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so, I mean, that's that's I understand the outrage with this. I, I already understand that it's a bad bill to begin with, and then whenever they're like, "Oh, well, you know, it's you know, basically, if you live in a Republican state, one of the biggest argument or one of the best weapons in my arsenal when I argue against democratic rule is look at all the main places that have been held long held democratic places. They're worse places to live. They're ever the cost of living is higher. Not, the crime rates not are after, higher. Not after but, these governments start backing out of healthcare systems and premiums. Well, now go it, through now the roof. people are going to have to move. Yeah, people are going to move into democratic run places because it's or it, it really or sucks they're just it gonna, just takes away everything or they're just going to start voting for democrats and that's what it'll be because they they'll might. know that look my my representative or my governor or my whatever opted out of this and as a result i don't have access to health care so i'm not going to move right. across the country because new york looks better well, than tennessee i'm just going to make ten- tennessee democratic and that is what republicans are setting themselves up with and it and well let's be let's be realistic here if you're gonna pass this in your state there's probably a majority of people who want you to do that i mean they're not gonna commit right until they yeah but here's the thing remember the harsh reality for democrats or for some democrats um I was a huge supporter of we both were supporters of Obamacare in the beginning and it was it was we we well, were we, we weary were, we, both went back we, and forth. we were weary of it but we were both we both yeah. got to that point where it was like look it it sounds good republicans sound like they're trying to scare us out of it and I don't think anybody's actually going to know how this new system right. works until we pass it we thought it could be a good well, idea remember- we found out we were wrong. So so yeah. that person who decides that they want to opt out of these systems in Tennessee and then the governor and the representatives follow suit could learn the hard way that, oh, we were wrong and that was better. Even though if it went a few more months or a few more years, it would have fallen apart anyway. So, right. you know, it at some point and yeah because we see people that are pulling out insurers that are pulling out of the healthcare system or or for Obamacare and all these these open or these markets obviously mm-hmm. because they can't afford them and again this doesn't do anything to it's, it does something but the thing that it does is shitty yes old people have if you're looking at it they take more out of the system so charging them more makes sense there's a better way to do that force young people who don't want it who don't think they need it to buy it and then that will subsidize the people who do much like car insurance the problem is that they're not doing that and so you're gonna have this issue it is literally the only way to fix this you have to increase the pool of people who are not using it that way they are paying into the system it's like social security you're paying into it you aren't touching it 
And the problem with that is that we've been hemorrhaging uh, taxpayers. And so the pool of taxpayers is shrinking as more people are retiring. So that's not good, obviously. But in this case, everyone's going to need health insurance. Everyone's going to, at some point, get old. And I'm sure in 20, 30 years, we're going to all be, like, subbing out fucking robot parts (laughs) for us. And, like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, I want a fucking robot dick. And, oh, check this out. So I'm sure you're going to want that and covered and whatnot. You're going to want your health insurance. So you have to basically just get everyone to buy it now. Yeah. Pay into it when they're not using it. And then it, it, it will work. That's basically in, But the big roadblock for conservatives is we don't think we should. I don't fucking care. We are. We have to now. So let's do it the right yeah. way. That is the right way. I know it sucks. I'm sure people didn't love. People still bitch about income taxes. And like, yeah, I get it. But it helps pay for Shit, a lot of stuff. Shit, half the Republican so Party still bitches about sharing uh, water fountains. So, you know. Um, <laughs> I think you're reading into that one. Like you're um, hearing what you want to hear on that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. It. It's a crappy bill. No matter what, and, like, if we're being completely honest, it doesn't matter what party. Let's say that politically this does cost Republicans some seats or whatever, and let's say that hypothetically they, in next year, they lose one of the houses of Congress as a result of... Mm-hmm. Of this, um, whoever, like, so Democrats in this hypothetical now have control of one house of of Congress. Just so Democrats listening know, when your party goes to redo it again, they will put mm-hmm. out a shitty bill because there is because until yeah. because until you do make kids that aren't using it pay for it or and until you do reform the way the insurance companies are allowed to operate you don't not put out a shitty bill it will always be that um so mm-hmm. right now so, i do need know, to to kind of clarify this uh this last part with it when it comes to the waivers states that get waivers um uh, Obviously, they'd likely see insurance companies offer more policy options with fewer benefits, lower premiums, mm-hmm. things like that, um, which, again, doesn't really help because you're not bringing in a lot of money in right. for it. Uh, but it does say that states that would take the waivers would be required under law to create some other way to ensure <laughs> that people with expensive illnesses are able to get health care. And the law does provide up to $138 billion over 10 years for such programs. So typically called high right. risk pools. So it does tr- it does a little bit of extra thing. I just don't it, to me it isn't seems that, like a a, isn't that a way to just essentially get them what to say, healthcare was pre Obamacare. What with the uh, high risk pools where it would be higher and, right. and whatnot. Yeah, but this is saying that the government will pick those tabs up if states want to opt out of it. So they're still going to be, be able you. to to offer offer that healthcare. The problem is, is that it makes a PR nightmare where you've subbed out bringing in the ire of moderates and liberals just so that you could get a few maybe states with governors who are going to say, well, I fully repealed Obamacare. Howdy who? Right. Great. Wondrous. Well, you've and, just made everyone hate this bill because of right. it. Right. Well, and you su- and you and I have talked about it a lot um, over, over the years, like the media and people's per- perception of things is is very important to the way things get done in this country. So if you have if for the next year and a half 
every channel you turn on is telling you that this is going to cost your grandma her medicine and this is going to make the cost of this go up and this is horrible and this is a pre-existing condition and this isn't covered anymore and people are going to die and people are dropped Vaginas off. Vaginas are no longer covered. Um, you know, this could go bad. Like, this could go really bad for Republicans. And for what? Yeah. You know, not for a lot. They didn't get... So they could say that they repealed Obamacare. Right. Yay. Well, and here, here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, let's be honest. We should give uh, Republicans a D-minus on repealing Obamacare. Here's why. You right. talked about it for seven years, and you rushed this shit together in the last two months and you said so that you could say it was and it done. Sucks. It sucks. You had seven years of literally sitting on your hands and doing nothing and allowing the government to do nothing. And when it was your turn to come up and bat, you sat on the bench and didn't do anything. Um, right. Uh, and that, that that's obviously completely on them. Let's also not pretend that I, I think the Democrats are doing the exact same fucking thing right mm-hmm. now. That if it, they got into power somehow by tomorrow and they were like, this bill sucks, they'd be like, yeah, it does. We'll, uh, we'll get on yeah. that. And they would probably offer Well, nothing. I don't disagree with you because you can't fix health care the way they're trying to fix health care. So... No, I don't believe so. So, you know, until they... Until they revamp the whole thing and they do it the right way, so it's always going to suck. And each side can just keep passing the ball back and forth. But you know, we're playing the same game in, until we change the dynamics right. of the game. So, the healthcare is a big deal. You're going to have to fix right. it because we bought it now. Yeah. It's like going into Iraq. You break it, you bought so it. So I'm sure. <laughs> get in there. I'm sure we'll talk more about this in the weeks and months to come because obviously there's going to be a Senate battle. Um, I'm sure yep. Bernie Sanders will have to let us know that we're doomed and uh, <laughs> we're doomed. So you know, and and I'm sure that more more details will come out and we'll be able to break it down further and further as, as time goes on. But right. um, I think for now it's a it's a good place to uh, leave that one. You got a bigger total than even they expected after the first round. So that says a lot for him going forward, and it says a lot for uh, Marine Le Pen losing, not even getting to 40%, which she hoped to do. But it also says that the center held here in France, and Europe is celebrating because this is a huge, important country, the second biggest economy in Europe, and obviously the sixth biggest economy in the world, and Europe believes that this is going to save the European Union. All right. So another thing that was uh, pretty massive that happened today is the French elections mm-hmm. this was round two so obviously this was for all of the marbles all and the marbles oh the marbles and, and we had a winner yep and for um you like you broadcasted it live didn't you i did i did indeed see Went so over. for people so for people who are catching keeping up and <laughs> you already you already knew that for people who were watching the Blues lose in the NHL playoffs, um, you probably didn't see it, but that's Hashtag all right. Fake fan. 
I'm not a fake hashtag. fan. I, I'm not a fake fan. I'm a realistic fan. Whatever. I'm a, hashtag, I'm a you big, don't say LGB. <laughs> I'm a bigger, I'm a LGBT. Let's go blues team. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I I'm not support. So. Right. So that's, All right. that's, that's my buddy yeah. Dan's joke. I can't. I can't take credit there. So, um, so, <laughs> so anyway. I did. I did do a live broadcast uh, running up to it. Um, so I thought that basically in in this coverage as well, we can go over um, the debates and everything that that took place because um, it was pretty damn awesome. Uh, also, if you're keeping up on the Facebook page, and if you're not, what what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. Facebook what the hell, awesome. man? Come on. I know. Shit. So. <laughs> I, I gave the link on there for, you know, the the English version. Um, so it was a little bit weird. It kind of was jarring because they were trying to, like, translate it as it was going on. And so they had two English guys doing it. And the one guy who was covering uh, Emmanuel Macron was super on top of it, super quick, super awesome. And the guy that, who was translating for Marine Le Pen was very slow. He like, would I <laughs> am a racist. <laughs> I hate brown people. That's not what, she, what she's about. But oh, so it was I little, that's what that's what the caption said. It's a little know. bit weird and you know, it was kind of jarring. Plus I'm also well aware this is cuz I watch a lot of one American news and things like that and they have a lot of um people who are speaking in Arabic and stuff when they're reporting and they just have people talking over it. And I'm like, this is good, but I have no damn clue if you're giving me the right information. Like you could be saying anything and I'm just like, yep, that's fine. I don't speak Arabic. So I was kind of at the mercy of the translators and hoping that they were doing their job and, and getting it done right. But the first thing that struck me was the fact that being a conservative and a Republican, I was under the impression that Marine Le Pen was very right wing. She was a far right candidate is how they, they kept pinning her. And her policies were like super liberal the whole, the whole time. Yeah. I was like, this is this is crazy. Well, I mean, and we had talked about that, you know, kind of leading up to it, that Europe is more liberal than America is. Yeah. They just, they just are. So even the far right candidate there is going to be less to the right. Like it's going to be more to the center of Ted Cruz, right? Right. Like you just <laughs> right. got to figure that that's probably an accurate statement. That they're right. just more liberal than us. Um, and that's so, what was but, was. But what made her? But what made her the far right candidate as far as American news stations were concerned was her immigration stance, which was very similar to. Um, she didn't uh, want. Uh, she didn't want Donald any... Trump's. And who's the who's the yeah. Brexit? chick the bre- uh you mean the nigel farage no oh, yeah sure chick night whatever <laughs> chick dude whatever Theresa may is yeah Theresa may it was definitely not for the the uh leaving the eu and all that um which of course they, they're going to be doing it so and obviously their economy didn't collapse and that was the big thing that marine le pen kept bringing up she was like you guys keep saying we need the eu we don't we don't need them they need us and I, I agreed with her. Uh, now, I agreed with a lot of what uh, Emmanuel Macron was saying. Uh, he was a little bit more in-depth. So he would kind of get into the, the things and she, you know, the, the facts and everything. He came off very Mitt Romney wonky-ish where, mm-hmm. you know, but he kept doing. So that was fine. And I agreed with a lot of the things that he said. I just did. I don't agree with the EU. I don't like it. I don't like the, that there's a governing body over these states that says, 
yeah, that's cool. You can govern yourself to a degree, but anything big, is, we're gonna have our you know our thumb in, and we're gonna basically have the the final say on. So, what do you think the statement is? The statement uh, that that Le Pen lost and lost by the margin she did. What what is the? Let's yeah, let's let's say the results because the results are at this moment with ninety eight percent in. So basically done. Uh, Emmanuel Macron at. 65.8%, Marine Le Pen mm-hmm. at 34.2%. Uh, so it was a decisive loss. Uh, and it yeah. was almost um, it was almost identical to what the polling was, mm-hmm. which obviously is very different from what we are seeing in uh, America. Uh, to a degree, I mean, me and you have gone over the fact that I was watching the polling every day, and every day I was saying, hey, man, this looks pretty close, but for some reason CNN keeps saying it's not. So I don't think there was really an issue with the polling. I think it was an issue with the reporting that they were just mm-hmm. picking these fringe, um, you know. And sometimes they weren't fringe, but these these things. And I kind of thought that maybe for Marine well, Le Pen there were people who were saying that they they weren't showing their support because they didn't want to be labeled as a racist or anything. Well, like we with also Trump. said too. We also said too though that a lot of the polls that were looking good for Donald Trump, at least the ones that he was citing during the 2016 campaign were like American Idol polls. Like I can go on, (laughs) I can go on to Breitbart too and click something 70 times and and make that poll look better. Those aren't accurate polls. And I think too, that in both cases, in, in all three cases, if you include the Brexit movement, um, these are these are unusual circumstances in in these countries there it was if you look right. at the american election it was donald trump was a very unusual candidate who probably could not have beaten anybody other than the next most unusual and bad candidate who was Hillary Clinton, or, or well, let's not forget actually, he did it, beat seventeen re- establishment Republicans, so right? He, but again, he did that, go through right, those. But that, and that's that's nice to say, but it's mostly Republicans like, voting and, and what I get what you're saying. No, it doesn't even matter if it's Republicans, just on sheer numbers. If there's seventeen candidates and a hundred people show up to vote and. 22 of them vote for one guy. He just cleared up 22% of the vote while everybody else is splitting 17 people or or 16 people are splitting 88%. He is the decisive winner without actually having to get a lot of support behind him. They ju- it's just right. too big of a pool. And Hillary um, just did everything wrong, where she, well, it was exactly. all of the, the bad so, leaks but, coming out, the fact that she cheated for Bernie Sanders. So, I was but I think a Bernie it, Sanders guy. So what I think, though, as far as the polls go, like if you look at people like, uh, is it 538 or whatever it is, the Nate Silver thing, um, mm-hmm. like typic- if you look at things the way that they historically go, I think those polls were accurate. Like if, if you look at how history has shown that this is how the American people react and this is how they vote. And this is what's going on that, that you could say like, yeah, of course, Donald Trump wasn't going to win. The The thing is though, this last election cycle wasn't <laughs> like any other things that take down campaigns. Didn't take down these campaigns, right. things that things that hurt and help each candidate didn't act normally. They, they played by these diff, this different set of rules this time. So if, I think it's not unusual that the polls would be wrong in that right. instance. They just, I the really things thought were that different. that would be, I really thought that it would be the same. Uh, and I didn't really think like, cause you know, going into it, I kept saying, 
I don't think she's going to win. I think Macron's going to win. I think whenever mm-hmm. I was watching the debate, I think that she, even though I agreed with most of what Macron was saying, I thought that she won the debate. I thought that if I was a French citizen, her talking about how, no, we're not raising the um, the retirement age from 60 to something higher, because that was his position. He was like, listen, people live longer and there's jobs now that don't require physical activity. We're going to have mm-hmm. to require people to work longer than 60 years old. And she was like, no, fuck that. We're not doing that. And these are the things I thought that would resonate more with the French voters when she brought up that there's something like 11,000 people on the radical Islamic watch list. That's scary. I thought that, and mm-hmm. plus, obviously, we've seen France has gotten the brunt of all of these attacks. Well, they and have. that's what that's what I was getting, and that's why I brought up a minute ago. What do you think the statement is that she lost so decisively? Because they do, they have taken the brunt of yeah. of the terrorist attacks, and like starting with Charlie Hebdo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they have taken the concerts and whatnot. They they've yeah. taken a huge brunt of the terrorist attacks and we you know, constantly they are a, seeing that you they know, had, pray for France and all that like, they had a a Donald Trump-esque candidate in in at least in immigration standard or, or in in the way of immigration speak talk rhetoric right. um and it's interesting that they rejected it so soundly um and i just wonder yeah. what what is the message to the world and my i don't know if you should read into a message as much um because see i feel i feel like i don't know i feel like you do i feel like if i and i we talked about this not on microphone but we you know i i've told you before that i think if i'm a french citizen and i'm looking at england and i'm watching mm-hmm. england and i'm watching the united states on tv post brexit and post 2016 American presidential election, I don't like the sight of thousands of people in the streets ready to tear each other apart. And I also don't like that three months or a hundred days or however many days into each country's new administration that those leaders haven't done anything to be less divisive. So if I'm a French citizen who is now on my way to the polls to make a decision for what I want my country's future to be, I don't want it to be Britain and I don't want it to be America. Well, let's be clear. This is the French we're talking about. They protest everything. Like, I was watching an interview with a a French citizen. He was like, uh, because they were talking about uh, Tim Poole, some guy that I've I've been watching a lot now, and everyone should check him out. He's he's doing really good reporting. And he was talking about how he was watching the police come up to some protesters, and they were using tear gas. And there was a French, like a 60-year-old French guy, and he's just walking through the the tear gas, like, no big deal, just going on his way to work. And he's like, that's because, he's like, because the French protest everything. It's just another normal day for us. (laughs) So, like... Mm -hmm. So I don't think that was the case. I don't think they saw, oh, man, I don't want to protest. That's what's happening in America. No, these guys these guys are with it. They don't care about that. I, and yeah. When it comes to the Brexit uh, thing. I don't I, know, though. Brexit I was don't supposed know. to be, you know, was supposed to sink under the weight of, of oh, it's no longer doing it. To be fair, England has never adopted the euro. It's got the pound. So mm-hmm. they weren't as invested in the EU as... Um, right, but I don't know if it's as simple as saying... 
oh, we're a people who like to protest, so... I don't think they're that, scared of it. That, no, I don't think they're scared of it, but I don't think anybody wants to burn their city down. I don't think anybody wants their city burned down. No. Um, and to me, that's... a uh, that's. And you very mel- very well could be right. To me, it's just that's a defeatist attitude that I wouldn't subscribe to going, well, you know, the, the far left is going but crazy and lighting know, cops on fire, so you let's also just know do what they the, want. The, you also you know? know, though, that the, the, the French, much like America, Americans have a certain um, – I, I, let me – try to put it nicely so as to not get the mean comments i'm about to get um, i'll put the mean comments at you bro <laughs> right um <laughs> we have a certain arrogance about our cultures um and that wasn't the nice way of putting it because there is no nice way of putting it but we both are very arrogant people and we both think that we're both very snooty about you know american made by american and you know yeah. and the and the french Come on, do I have to cite examples? I don't have to cite examples. You know, <laughs> you know the, the, how the, the French think of their culture. So I don't know, though that I that, that was Marine Le Pen's I feel, position he, was France. We I need to like stay France. If, I know, but I think if France is looking at the rest of the world, or at least the other two examples there, then they can now get off being better than us. In their own mind, whether that's true or not doesn't matter because yeah. they can they can justify that at least we are not America. We didn't elect a Donald Trump. We didn't yeah. vote ourselves out of the EU. Which we I don't didn't get vote that for Marine Le Pen. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't get it. And and to be clear, that was her position was that she was going to offer a referendum, much like England, and then they would have gotten to vote if she said in September I will introduce a referendum to leave the EU. And the citizens would have gotten to vote. So if they didn't want to do that, if that was the reason to not vote for her, well, they could have just said no on the referendum. You know, I honestly them. would. I honestly would bet that immigration was the biggest reason to not vote for her. Um, I don't get it because they're having so many problems that it doesn't seem to me. I don't understand why they would go the other way. You know what I mean? Because there's already like their economy. Francois well, Hollande what's, is well, one of the, the. What's even a more interesting thought too is then. For a country like France that just that has the opportunity to make a decision to go the other way, and and a in a country that has real problems with mm-hmm. terrorism and ISIS and and whatnot, um, it's an interesting statement about the direction that America chose because mm-hmm. we don't have that problem. Right. Um, and I don't. I don't think that. Everyone makes but, a big deal about immigration with Donald Trump. It wasn't about immigration for Donald Trump. It was about better deals, getting better trade deals. It was about those type of economic situations. And I think that that very much played into France because Macron is a centrist. He's a corporatist. He is, he was very briefly in the um, in the socialist government, which is – the most unpopular right now. Francois Hollande was is so unpopular that he didn't even run for re-election because about right. just by how unpopular they are. So to sit there and say, okay, well then they must have had to go on all the way. Listening to his policies, he Macron was the one who came off as kind of the conservative and kind of he comes from an economic background. He kind of knew what he was talking about. All so I'm it kind of makes is, sense that they would go, let's go with the guy who, who can maybe get us out of this rut because France isn't doing great right now. Uh, their economy is right. not doing great. And a lot of it had to do with these socialist uh, programs. So, and I think that kind of overshadowed the immigration issues that they have. 
let me jump off topic for just a quick second. I mean, it's kind of on topic with the overall conversation. Um, but, and you may not even know the answer to this, and it's not a topic to talk about right now. We'll talk about it another time. But real quickly, Germany has an election coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know yep. when that is? Either sometime this year or next year. I want to say okay. it's next year, but I really do not. I'm so what will be really, really interesting, and, and I'm way less confident about Angela Merkel keeping her position, but what would right. be interesting is, first of all, is she running? I assume she's running. Okay. Um, so it is going to be uh, Sunday, September 24th of this year is going to be the, okay. the German federal election. And is she currently running? Can you see that? Uh, uh, I can take a look at it. I would... And it says Merkel because, comeback continues as she wins big in the regional elections copy. This was seven hours ago. Um, okay. So telegraph. I so would the, say that she is, it sounds like anyway, from that. And he, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there, because if she somehow um, wins, especially with how, as unpopular as German immigration has been right. and just the decisions that she's been. I mean, she's publicly apologized for making decisions. Well, she um, wanted to do the Hillary Clinton route, or more so Hillary Clinton wanted to do the Angela Merkel route where it was just like, just let them in, open borders, right. just do that. And it was like, no, that's so not a good he, way to do it. So here's what I say. If she somehow does win re-election, then I think that is a European referendum on the Trump administration and Brexit. I wouldn't um, say the Trump administration. I would think that they that cuz you have to remember that these are each country is different. Um and they have different things going on. The one thing that they all have in common is ISIS attacks. They're seeing a lot of But it would of, be right, but that's what I'm saying. It would be really hard right for the Republicans to make an argument that we have something to worry about in America when Countries that actually have something to worry about aren't handling it as irresponsibly as we are. And sure as not irresponsibly because they're seeing a lot of attacks. So I'm not sure that maybe they're doing it the most responsible way. Her opening up all the, the borders and letting them in probably wasn't the most responsible thing. That's fine. That's debatable. We can look at crime statistics and all kinds of things. We also know, mm-hmm. too, that as far as the 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 argument that you just made was refugees opening the borders and letting them in right the majority of their problems don't come from refugees like america and mm-hmm. the like three attacks a year or three attacks every couple of, of years they it, it it's these are homegrown attacks so like right. the refugee argument still doesn't have a lot of meat behind it it still it does. doesn't have the, a lot the of refugee argument is it. an economic argument it's not a terrorism argument right now homegrown terrorism is the main thing you which literally again, just said that they're having terrorist problems and this isn't the most responsible way to do it by opening the borders and letting well, them it in. certainly doesn't you help implied anything that doesn't, refugees does that fix the problem add, <laughs> no it doesn't but you implied that refugees add to the terrorist problem and they don't I wouldn't say they don't. I wouldn't say that they definitively do. You don't do. have stats to show that they right. do. And there's a lot of things uh, people reporting in Europe saying that they're re- suppressing the uh, the stats on it because they don't want to admit that there's any issues because then it would look bad on their governments. That's so, a, that's one country that we've already discussed, and, and that's that's not def- definitive. It was brought like, up on wh- the French debates as well, saying that the, the Francois Hollande's government also suppressed uh, important data 
Um, but I think I'm it, not, it goes I'm, back I'm to not the, saying, the economic. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that France and Germany and Sweden and whatever have the greatest immigration systems or that right. we should all take lessons ISIS from them. Wasn't a what main, I'm saying is it wasn't it a main makes, point for Trump. So I don't know why it, that would be a referendum against Trump's policies. He had nothing to do with it. He said he was going to bomb no, the I shit think out the of ISIS. Type of, That's about no, it. I, I, think where, I think where the referendum comes in is the type of leadership that you would be electing. In both Britain and the United States cases, we elected somebody that we would consider a more – to the far right, not. I don't feel like. Donald I Trump feel is like not a if far you right, candidate. right. Let me clarify. I don't feel like if you really analyze Donald Trump that he falls into the far right. And I always my argument, you know, for a year was you. You realize Republicans that like you're there's you. Uh, this guy's a Democrat. He's a Democrat <laughs> calling himself a Republican, and I don't like him for this for this handful of reasons, but he's not very conservative. And so for all these people around me in Missouri mm-hmm. that are very conservative and talking about how, I don't know, I just like Donald Trump better than Jeb Bush and better than uh, Ted Cruz and better right. than, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. It's like you're really passing over considerably more conservative candidates for right. this guy and I think that's who's a good just thing. talking shit, and that's the reason that you like him. He's not just talking shit. It's it's the things that he was proposing, and all of the or the liberals love to pretend that he wasn't saying anything, and he was. Is he eloquent? No. Does he was ramble? He, yes. But was he actually he, saying? Certain does he things? make? Does he take the the weight of the job seriously? I don't know. I think so. Um, I think he's doing a good job. Ev- I think most everything. Would look back and everything. Say, yeah, things have- everything was easy. It was all going to get done in a few days, right? And that's where people got a little. My, people like me got a little bit turned off because you're not. Every you politician really, says that. No, not every politician yes, says that healthcare is easy to fix. No, they don't. No, they don't. Everyone no says that they have the they have the no solution. No president should have to come out and be like, you know, I thought this would be easier. Really? <laughs> you thought it would be easier? Well, then you weren't ready for this, bro. You weren't ready. Um, See, I, I don't. I don't get that mindset where liberals do that, where they they bring up one or two sentences that he says. And then they ignore everything else because no, this is this is what defines it. it. They don't look at what he's w- doing. They don't look at what has been has been accomplished. Right, because, they don't look because at anything words else mean because he words said mean this. nothing, right? They don't mean like, nothing. Word- Actions obviously mean more than words. I would mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. Right. So when we have a video of him grabbing pussy, then we can talk about it. But we don't have that right now. We have a tape where he, he right. where he says that's what he likes to do. All I'm saying is for those reasons, Donald Trump is not my idea of a president. Like not even, not even my, not necessarily him as a politician is that's not how I'm judging him. I'm judging his mm-hmm. character and I don't like his character. So, um, you judge you politicians know. by their character. You're going to have a very short list to choose from. And I don't think that was the case with Marine Le Pen. I think that, cause a lot of people said the same thing that, Oh, she's too brash. she, you know, for whatever reason, they got really upset that she was going to talk with some Saudis or something like that. And they were like, well, you have to wear um, a, a job if you want to, you know, talk to us. And she was like, I'm not going to do that. And she ended up walking out of the meeting. She was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And liberals got really upset by it. And I was like, why? To me, that the, now, I didn't like her policy because she was saying that she was going to outlaw the hijab. To me, that's the same thing as them making it a law that you have to wear it. You know what I mean? So, like to, to me, I mean, right. So you you can see why people would think that's racist, 
right? Like that. How is that any different than um, outlawing the yarmulke in yeah. Missouri? Well, like, first that's, of all, that's not, not that's not racist. It'd be you know it'd be taking away religious liberties. But so there's a difference. All right. Yeah. Fair. But that's fine. Yeah. But it. But it's oppressive on a group of yeah, people based I think it is, on that's their why religious I, that's, identification. Right. And I think uh, I think France did pass that that they that they could to they couldn't wear that burkini. Remember that whole whole I do. thing that was going yeah. on. I think they yeah, did I pass do. that. So you know, th- to me, it doesn't make sense because obviously, for it to pass means it would have had to have support. So that tells me that maybe yeah. that wasn't the reason why they didn't vote for her. To me, the only reason why I think Macron won was because he's an economics guy. They're not doing well. The socialist government has drained their. They well, you know, kicked if the, all Pen, the rich people out. And if Le Pen, if Le Pen wants to turn this whole thing around, all she has to do is point at Putin. So, <laughs> like, that, I mean, no, she was it, cozy you know? with Putin, and that's what he was. He was saying against hashtag her. hacker man. Hashtag hacker man. Well, he did get hacked, and uh, that's that was another hilarious thing that just happened here at the very end of it. Um, is he got hacked uh, by 4chan, and they're having a field day for anyone that goes to 4chan. Do it and go look at all the stuff that they're putting because it like they basically hacked him, and of course then everyone came out and was like it's Russia. <laughs> you know, I was mm-hmm. like, no, it wasn't. I'm literally looking at the people who are like, I can't believe we got away with this. This is incredible. And yeah. but, so they tried to do another late thing and the French shut it the fuck down. Like it was a federal offense to even bring up that these leaks happened. And they were trying to like arrest the, the Anans that mm-hmm. uh, put these out and everything. So it didn't work that whole thing. I don't believe the damn French or Russian narrative at all. Some guy put that on 4chan too. He was like proof that the, the Russians did it. Look in right here in, in relation, the- in relation to the French. Right, what are you talking about? It's saying with uh, with Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah they came saying out saying that, that it was the it was the Russian, the same Russian hackers who hacked the DNC, hacked Macron right. and put out his stuff. And no, it wasn't. Like I can go to 4chan and show you where these people are saying right. it was them. I just wanted <laughs> like, to. I I just wanted to differentiate Russia and France versus Russia in the United States. Um, right, right. And so, I don't believe the the whole Russia thing for the United States either. And to me, it was. Right. I will just this. remind. I will just remind everyone that we know about Monica Lewinsky because Bill Clinton got investigated for Whitewater four years right. earlier than Monica Lewinsky. So just because Russia doesn't show anything right now doesn't mean that Russia won't show anything. Right, and we'll see what we'll see what happens. I like I said, I do not think that there's anything there, and I just and I definitely don't think there's anything involved with the uh, French hacks. But you know, and yeah, I mean, people didn't I, seem I to really know. care. Uh, you know, like well, there was I, that. But there here's was... here's what's interesting, right? How come when these hacks, when these leaks get released, um, which do we know who? Do we know who hacked them? Like, I mean, officially, they say, no. I feel like I do. <laughs> where were the le- where were the leaks put on WikiLeaks? Uh, I, I don't know if they came, came from WikiLeaks or if they published them onto 4chan, just okay. directly onto 4chan, and then people I, got I, got a hold of them from that point. I would be interested in knowing yeah, they were, that. The French it, government was actually blocking French IP addresses so they could not access 4chan. Like, it was fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I, do feel, I do feel like it, start, it seems like when these leaks come out, they 
tend to target one side of they the do. political spectrum. If, if you look um, into 4chan, like they had they wanted Marine Le Pen, just like 4chan very much wanted Donald so Trump. It's almost it's almost like people like Julian Assange have an agenda and are using their power to well, it's almost like their agenda. People in the underground who liked the fact that they can have political influence. You know, the, the thing that, that blows my mind is, are there no Democratic hackers out there? You guys can't no figure that out? Like, <laughs> right. Like, Come on, Anonymous. Like it's stop only, it's, stop oh, blowing up <laughs> blowing up sites and start doing an actual hacking job right. here. Apparently, only the Russians took computer courses in college, and no one else can figure it out. So, <laughs> right. to, yeah, to me, that, that that's an irritating, irritating narrative. Um, but, yeah, it obviously didn't have any effect. Like, he didn't. And right, they did no. their, their best to suppress it. But I think when it comes down to the French elections, I thought um, I was a little sad that Marine Le Pen lost, even though I agreed more with uh, Macron. I think he won simply because he's an economics wonk and they're they're facing economic issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think that if we go looking for the reasons why, and is this a referendum on everyone else? No, I don't think so. Just like we saw with uh, Gert Wilders, you know, it. it there's very different situations and very different economic climates in these other countries. Um, right. And I think that that's usually what's going to play more into it than, than anything else. Not Donald Trump, like everyone wants to pretend. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not saying necessarily Donald Trump. Let me be clear on that, too. I just Let mean me be clear. The, the, the direction of politics. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if, you know, if Germany re elects Angela Merkel and countries continue in succession to, mm-hmm. to go more liberal, then I would stand by my statement and say, I think this is, this is, we're not going down that political path, whether it's right or wrong and whether, and whether people know what they're doing or they're just talking out of their ass. Right. That's neither here nor there. I just think that if it continues to happen in Europe where it gets further and further away from the right, away from those Marine Le Pens, away from those Donald Trumps, um, I think that that it I think it would have to be a statement. These these are people now, society is saying, Look, we are the ones who actually have a problem, but we're not gonna be on that side of history. Right. Whether that's well, right or forget. wrong, and whether that side exactly. of history is right or wrong too. So, like, that's all perspective, right? Because they've you know, made these as, choices before, and we've seen what's happened because of right. It. And and we can and somebody in France who is a liberal can look at Donald Trump supporters and say you're on the wrong side of history. That history isn't written yet. We don't know that, so it's easy to think right that you're doing the right thing or think that you're making the right statement and not necessarily, I mean, it's not written yet. And, and it's very, I mean, just like we talked about in the last segment of the show, at one time we thought Obamacare could be a good thing. It turned out right. not to be. So, you know, I, I mean, only time is going to tell on these things. But but we'll we'll see how Europe continues to trend. Um, this was definitely interesting. I, I kind of figured Le Pen would lose. I've thought that for a while. I didn't think I it, she'd I lose this think, bad. I know. I didn't I'm looking think at the map right now, like and it is it is entirely <laughs> uh, red is Macron in this. We're, we're typical to see red is Republican, but in France it's right. not. It is so. I'm looking at everything. Uh, yeah, it literally yeah, everything, I mean, every had... single territory but one is right. is. Oh, I'm sorry, two. 
two territories are blue and everything else is red. So he he won. Yeah, she <laughs> she had her immigrant hating ass handed to her. So <laughs> um, anyway, on on and that's probably not accurate either. Let me just name call real quick before we wrap this up. But right. I think that's uh, I think that's I think that's the French election. So. Republicans and Democrats in Congress announced overnight that they reached an agreement on a massive spending bill. Some of the President Trump's key policies are not included. The $1 trillion bill would fund the government through September. Nancy Cordes is on Capitol Hill. Nancy, good morning. Good morning. Both parties are calling this a good agreement, with Democrats in particular crowing about the fact that they managed to block some of President Trump's key demands. For instance, the deal includes $1.5 billion for more border security, but the bill specifically states that the money cannot be used to build a new border wall. Uh, The bill keeps funding for Planned Parenthood in place through September, and Democrats say that it keeps 99% of funding for the EPA, an agency that Trump, Mr. Trump, had vowed to gut. I am thrilled to be out of the woods and in the company of so many inspiring women. And there is no place I'd rather be than here with you other than the White House. But I am here today to urge us not to grow tired, not to be discouraged and disappointed, not to throw up our hands because change isn't happening fast enough, or to even take a pass because we think we've done our part. Mr. Trump, your presidency, I love your presidency. I call it disgrace the nation. You're not the POTUS, you're the bloatus. You're the glutton with the button. You're a regular gorge, Washington. You're the presidents, but you're turning into a real prictator. Sir, you attract more skinheads than free Rogaine. You have more people marching against you than cancer. You talk like a sign language gorilla who got hit in the head. In fact, the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster. All right, so that brings us to the speed round this week, and uh, just uh, just a couple of quick things. Um, I guess we'll we'll go through. Um, one of them, the obviously the healthcare kind of took over the the news this week and, and, and all of, all of this. Right. Um, but before healthcare happened, the government last weekend averted shutdown. Um, right. And kicking that can down the road, just to September. That's all we need to get to because there won't be a problem <laughs> then. Um, right. everything's just fine then. It's no big deal. Right. Yeah. I hear September is a good month, so it was a good time to do it. Um, no, I mean, so here's the thing. The the way that, I mean, depending on who you're listening to, uh, the story kind of goes a little bit different. Democrats are declaring, were declaring victory on that um, as well because right. they were able to keep out wall funding. Um, they... W- they got they got they were able to keep out some key 
some key things that Trump wanted to do. Does that mean they'll be able to keep him out indefinitely? Don't know. Um, but I Wrong. mean, what do you what do you know, and what do you think on on the on well, that I, whole thing? I don't know too much. Um, <laughs> you know, what I, anytime what I we're dealing you, with budgetary shit in Congress, you you don't know much. It's always just like, all right, we'll see where they go with this. Right. Um, they, I don't. They, they the things that re, that Republicans are calling fails. I you know I texted you throughout the week and and we talked about just like man Republicans are really pissed about this and this was before healthcare happened, right. um, and a, a big part of that was because he just didn't get the key things he wanted. He didn't get funding to the wall. Um, he got half of what he wanted for the military. Um, he got. Planned Parenthood and the EPA um, were left untouched. Um, you know, so there were there were things that Trump was part of his agenda that that don't <coughs> happen in this bill. And for that reason, Republicans were mad this week, and Democrats were claiming victory again. Right. I don't know how much of a victory it is when all you're doing is saying, "Ah, eh, see you back here in six months," and and I don't know what Republicans are thinking by by not fighting harder by not letting the government shut down and well they and saw what chuck happened schumer last time take the blame. i think that chuck schumer would take the blame you didn't think seem to think so and i it all depends I, I on who I, who wins and unfortunately yeah conservatives went out and they voted against hillary clinton during the election but the democratic party is obviously the much more vocal right now i mean jesus christ mm-hmm. if someone takes a shit and they think it looks like it's anti-feminist. They freak out and have a march against it. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't know what an anti-feminist sense, shit looks like. But I don't either. No one does. But they still do it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, doesn't make any sense. So I think that you know when it comes to that, that they, they were just they figured they were going to get the blame for it. Is in my mind is why they were like, listen, let's just pass this. We we get they did get some extra funding for the border security. They got extra funding mm-hmm. for the military. So they got right. some things. And they, the government gets to work, and guess what? They're government now. So right. Well, <laughs> and know. I think that's I think that's really what it came down to is because so the difference when Ted Cruz green eggs and hammed Congress um, <laughs> is, is the the difference is simple. At that time, Republicans controlled Congress, but. The presidency was held by a Democrat, so there right. was a. Now, if you have both houses of Congress held by the same party as the president, and the government shuts down on your watch, like what the hell were you doing? You're the government. You're you're the government. <laughs> um, so I think they were kind of in a in, in putting a in between a rock and a hard place that type of scenario, um, and you know, so I I mean, but again. Bravo, Democrats and Republicans. We're still going to be having this fight in September. Right. Again, Republicans, I wouldn't expect Democrats to be easier to work with in September because it just looks like they're going the route of the Obama Republicans that right. just just said no. I think uh, some of them have softened. I don't see it nearly as much. We don't see... You know, we we see obviously the BuzzFeed warriors. Well, we also though haven't seen a lot of executive orders or or movement from the government for a while. So yeah, I mean I they got thirty three out in the first hundred days, and it hasn't been that long since the hundred day mark, just a week. So right, they, they've but, definitely been putting some of those right, out. But 
But the 33 that they got out, they got out in like the first 40 days and then didn't do anything for 60 days. So well, they had more. It was a little bit more. You know, but you understand what you I'm getting at. It's easy yeah. with the, the major ones when, that they did. The big ones that they were opposed to happened very early. Right. You know? So Day I think though, that whole. I think if they shit. go back into, I think that if they go back into a, um, like into spitting this stuff out rapidly, more executive orders or Republican legislation, then you'll see Democrats start. Going no 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 no! Yeah. I gotta cry about this one because this one <laughs> is the end of the world. Um, well, their their good old uh, travel ban is back in the in the court system, so we'll see where that goes as well. That might be the next well, thing that they have to freak out about. So. You know where I think it's going, so um, <laughs> yeah, you know. So so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, they they didn't really do anything with this. It was it, you know it. We're gonna we're gonna be having this conversation again in September when the yeah. government almost maybe doesn't shut down or whatnot. So right, um, we'll see. Because like know, I said, I we still have to go. We still have to get this infrastructure bill. Like that has to happen. That's not just a Republican idea or a Democratic idea. We have to right. do that. So you know, at some point, we're gonna need to see that as well. And that's gonna obviously ha- deal with the different, um, you know, um, appropriations in the different. Uh, right you know um, how they how they so, figure all that money out so you know yeah so i mean we'll see we'll see how what happens in the next budget battle but um yep. i guess we'll we'll go ahead and move on to the second bite you heard in that little that little break up there um hillary clinton found her way out of the woods and she's got some <laughs> stuff to say uh i so, can't wait to hear it so here's here's the thing i'm not going to go through everything she said because as you can imagine whether you saw it or not, or as the listener can imagine whether you saw it or not, it was a Hillary Clinton speech. Was there a lot of it awkward the, pauses? It was the same speech that we've all seen. <laughs> Here, here's my issue with it. There were some, there were some bits of that where it sounded like Hillary wasn't totally ready to go away. Um, Hillary talked about, I'm not, like, sh- I'm not done fighting for <laughs> whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, that, well, first of all, that is the epitome of, I don't sound like I'm going away. Right. I'm not done. <laughs> um, I'm not, I wouldn't but, get worried until she says, I'm not going to run again, but suddenly she has 300 superdelegates. Then I'd start to worry again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. Um, oh, no. But. Oh, Bernie, we salute you. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting in my $600,000 home that the DNC <laughs> gave me. It was amazing. No, he's right. doing he's doing just fine. Little douchebag. Yeah. But so so that's that's my advice to Hillary Clinton. If you want like and here's the thing. Now, Hillary Clinton has a bad name and most career politicians have a bad name because people assume that and and rightfully so in most cases that like you're in this for you. You like you don't really care about. Yeah. Like, you may have you may have gotten into politics for some some moral or principled reason, but once you become a fifty year veteran of it, like you're not nobody buys, and probably through new, no fault of your own. When you're, I don't know about that. We're part. all we're no. Listen, here's what I'm saying. We're all human beings, right? So if I go, if I actually care about the country and I run for Congress and I go to Washington, D.C., and I start getting 
Frank Underwooded and offered all these backdoor, all these backdoor <laughs> promises and all these great fortunes and whatnot. As long as I vote a certain way, you can understand why the human, the simple human, the the average human would give in to those temptations and be like, yeah, you know what? Being crooked ain't so bad because I have a $600,000 house that the DNC paid for. Um, I 100% disagree with everything my opponent just said. So when I run for elective office, I don't have that soundbite going around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's he's fine. corrupt i'm not it's terrible uh, no no the the fact of the matter is i'm being honest with you you understand <laughs> that humans and greed kind of go hand in hand they right. absolutely go hand in hand and i think that it's it, i think it's a better statement on people who don't get caught up in that i think it's um but I think it's very hard to do. And so Hillary Clinton has that image of herself, right? So here's – and people have that image of Hillary Clinton, that you're a career it's politician. It's a little more than just an image. I mean, when they caught you cheating in the election, that's kind of I, like – she, she is crooked. Yeah. Does that mean that she doesn't have any morals or beliefs or – No, I'm sure it isn't. Um, I mean – Right. So here's here's my advice to Hillary Clinton. If you want to make a difference for people in the world or in the United States or wherever you want to make a difference for people, do that away from the cameras. Do that away from being glorified or gratified other than in what you're doing because n- – because you're not going to win. Like you're not going to be you're not going to be president. So if you come back to be president, this will happen again. And for somebody that believes that Third even crooked people for somebody that believes that even crooked people have some moral foundation um no matter how thin that may be at yeah. any point in time, if you want to do something good, Go the George W. Bush route and be quiet about it. Just become a painter, you know. People, Why not? <laughs> people will respect <laughs> you a lot more when history is yeah. written. Well, she says she's if not going to be quiet about it. Like she says, she's got things to I say. Know. She's going to be coming I know. out, and, and so and did President that, Obama. Obama came out and said the same thing. He's like, "No, I'm going to be grading this president as he get, as he goes." Now, to his credit, he said that, but he hasn't really been doing that. Like he could have been coming out and being like, "I hate everything that I've seen." Everyone get in the streets and let's protest. But he hasn't. Right. Well, he, when is he going to find time between like Jay Z and Bruce Springsteen yachts? Like, <laughs> when? How, come on, man. Um, no, but here, here's my thing. For all the bullshit that Obama went through, yacht it up, bro. You earned it. Yeah, I mean um, that, that's fine. Like I said, I, I didn't think he was a great president, but I always liked the man. I was like, yeah, this is, you know. Right. But that's always been my thing. Is whenever people look at some people. I'm thinking of Trump right now and George W. Bush and be like, well, he's stupid. So what? Obama was smart. He wasn't a good president. You know, right. just because you're yeah. dumber than someone else doesn't mean that this person's going to be better. Everyone right. by all, you know, by all standards, Barack Obama should have been the best president ever because that dude is smart. But well, he wasn't and, smart when it came to economics and he didn't have and, uh, the leadership quality. I mean, there are obvious you can make judgment calls on decisions that any president makes. But actual intelligence in the way that we are using it, which is loosely, mm-hmm. um, 
is relative anyway. Your idea of smart might be going into Afghanistan and Iraq in 2003. Right. That I, might be the opposite on, of my idea of smart. So right. it's perspective. I'm operating on the, the, the premise for smart being it worked. Being that was the right choice. That's my kind of what I'm summing smart up being. Is right. He didn't do a lot but of it, things that ended up working. He but it's up, not. But the and and I'm and that's fine. And same thing with how, Bush too, though. There was a lot of things that he did that ended up not working. That he. You that's know. how we as English speaking Americans use the word smart. Right. I'm simply pointing out that intelligence actually doesn't have to play into it. All it has right. to do is be good policy or good strategy, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Because um, the government's too big. So even if the man in charge, air quotes for the people watching, is intelligent, right. the government's bigger than the man. And if the... It, 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 Hashtag like, President Bannon. Sorry. <laughs> I, had, I had to get that one. Whoa, President Bannon. He's coming back. He disappeared, <laughs> which should make you more scared. Oh, look, look, I told you, walk in the woods. Let's take a count. You know, Bannon's you know, out there. Nah, he's not out in the woods. You know, he's actually standing behind Trump in every video. He has just actually like harnessed his evil powers and become invisible. And now, like, he is like literally right. pulling strings. He's drank so right much vodka. He himself has become invisible and clear. Right. But yeah, no. So my general point that I try to make though is that. As long as the government is – he has smart people around him, even a dumb man can do good things. And we've seen that throughout history. Barack Obama, I think, right. is a very smart person. And I hope that he's active because he is smart. And as a, as a man and as an ex-president now, he can make a difference. Hillary right. Clinton, well, not so was, much. Yeah, well, and, may, and maybe she can. Yeah, where's and, the Clinton but, Foundation? I don't see that anymore. So. What all I'm saying is, like, maybe she can, and if she wants to make a difference, that's fine. Just don't call the media to be there for it. Do right. this silently, and because then, if you're actually, because here's the thing: if it's not just for publicity, she'll do it anyway. So yeah. I I'm think not, it's for publicity. Not, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Well, and yeah, and that's fine. And I would think most people would think that, and I think. That's a reasonable. So I would be doing of, if someone was like, "Hey, most politicians, yeah, stand up, and I'll give you four thousand, yeah, you know, four hundred thousand dollars to talk about shit for an hour." I'd be like, "Sold, I'll do this every yes. day." <laughs> like, See, I vehemently disagree with my opponent, so that when I run for president, <laughs> that soundbite is not available. I'll defend um, that soundbite. I'll be like, "Who doesn't like money?" I, I tell if I tell you, I'm going to pay you a million dollars. Show me to your taxes, talk. Mitch. Show me your taxes. <laughs> oh, they're very I boring. Can... You wouldn't even like them. It's like three pages. <laughs> right. No big deal. <laughs> um, right. So anyway, anyway so yeah. I mean, I think that I think that pretty much handles Hillary Clinton. Like, if you want to come back and let us know that you're not actually like in the woods still, that I'm fine <laughs> with that. But now go away because like, and for yourself and for the rest of the Democratic Party or the left-leaning independents like myself, don't try to be the voice of Right, because you're not. Of you're the like movement. 70 years old because, and a career right. politician, a corporatist. You don't speak you, for everyone. You've, you have actually achieved good things. Let it be enough. And, and you don't need the presidency because yeah, I can't think of two good gonna, things, but that's fine. You're not gonna, yeah, but you're more critical of her. She, I can't think she has of them. Done I mean, I'm good trying things to think. in her life. 
Um, I'm sure you can say that about everyone. I'm trying to think of him. I'm sure that you could. So that's what I'm saying. You and whether she's done good things or not, she's accomplished a lot. She's a very accomplished person as far as as that goes. So let those accomplishments be enough. You don't need the extra notch in your belt because you're not going to get it, and you're only going to hurt the people who more closely agree with your your moral and ideological beliefs so um so anyway that's my message from a liberal independent to hillary clinton so with that being the that being said i think we can now move on to the last little bit which at this point everybody has heard now um stephen colbert's oh (laughs) now infamous trump rant so you saw it uh, right. What did what did you think? I man, I mean, I just I haven't liked Stephen Colbert since he stopped, you know, being on the Colbert show. Um, mm-hmm. So I actually watched. Uh, I'd heard about the, the all of that, you know, what he had said and, and all the outrage. And to me, that's hilarious because now you're looking at Republican and conservative snowflakes. You can't say that. <laughs> right. Yes, you can. Yeah. You, you can sit there and say that's you know totally classless and he crossed the line and everything, but he can still do it. And he's obviously right. to the boisterous applause that he received. People are, are for it uh, for better or worse. But I actually so I'd heard about that. And then you sent me the uh, YouTube video kind of running up to it. And, uh-huh. it was, and it was just sad. Like it wasn't it wasn't funny. And like, to me, it, to me, it wasn't either. To me, that my biggest criticism of him isn't whether or not he should have said what he like, said, or whether or it, not dude. he was that he, whether or not he was allowed to say that. I, yeah. I don't care. Um, no, he my, is. Like I definitively say, he, he is, is allowed to say that. Now, well, we'll get into that in a second. I, I want to get ahead of myself, but. My biggest criticism of the whole thing was it wasn't that funny. Like on when you were on no. the Colbert Report, it was clever and it was witty, well, and yeah. that's what made it enjoyable. That and I understand, and I do feel like I mean, you obviously saw it that he started it off by saying like this is what Trump did to my associate, a friend of mine. So I'm going to jump in and play defense now. So Colbert, I think, took it took what president trump did personally mm-hmm. and as a result of taking it personally kind of yeah. went a little bit over the top but it wasn't it wasn't funny um right well the, even the lead so, up to it so he was like there was like four or five jokes within that 10 minute span that were just like i don't like trump and that was supposed yeah. to be the joke like one was uh you know oh they said something about um they showed an interview with trump and he this is why I used to not like The Daily Show is because he would do dumb shit like this where, like, they would just play a clip and then his reaction would just be staring and somehow that was supposed to be clever and funny. And I never got it. So they played yeah. the clip of Donald Trump and he was like, I had a guy walk into the Oval Office and he cried. He was so emotional. And it goes back to Stephen Colbert and he was like, lots of people are crying because you're president. And everyone starts laughing. And I'm like, that's not a fucking joke. Like, that's not funny. Right. That's just you saying you don't like Trump. And he did it like six or seven times where I'm like, well, this right. isn't and funny. He, like, this isn't clever. That's like when someone calls me up and is like, it's Monday. <laughs> Good job. You figured right. out it's Monday. That's not a fucking joke. And that's why I'm not right. laughing back with you. <laughs> like, damn, dude. Yeah, no, 
I no, I I agree. It wasn't funny. Um, but so so there's that. There's that aspect of Some it. Some of it was funny. I, don't think I did w- notice that I was perma-smiling through a little bit of it, and I was like, all right, well, obviously there, it's funny if I'm smiling. So There's maybe a couple things, but for the most part, the meat and potatoes of that is not funny. Yeah, there was like three um, minutes that you could have condensed out of funny shit, and then... Right, <laughs> the so... Like, I don't um, like Trump. <laughs> so, so there was that. Um, now, is it... So... As far like you already pretty much answered it, but as far as people saying that, like hashtag fire Colbert feelings, my my feelings, your feelings, my feelings which I already are know. no, absolutely not. Are you stupid? <laughs> like right. don't fire this guy because what what is this thing where everyone just has to get fired now? Like if you if, if well, for whatever reason or, it's just like nope, fire him. I, mean, I don't like him. Protest their their things. No, shut right, up. Burn it down, burn it down. <laughs> like, can we can we not say things that people don't right well, that we that we don't agree with anymore? You and I don't agree with each other all the freaking time. But right, that's okay. We don't burn each other down. Right, we're not setting each other on fire. I mean, no, I've I tried a couple times that, unsuccessfully. Right now, I understand <laughs> that there uh, there's a little bit of outrage because he told he compared the president of the United States mouth. To Vladimir Putin's cock sh- holder, <laughs> cock holster. All right, so I get so it. Let's, but I don't so care because w- w- that's obviously free speech. Like he, he. So let's analyze that for a second. Just that aspect of it, because that is that to me is one of the most intriguing parts of the whole conundrum. Russia. That was that. That is the no. Russian connection. No, there has no, to no, be a connection. No. If it's going to be a holster, <laughs> there's a connection. It's D in the teeth. Um, <laughs> so no, here's no, here's. Uh, what do you think about that term that he used that? Because Republicans, You're me. you know what I think. I don't. I care. know. <laughs> like, I know you don't care. But do you think that like that the left should be mad because that's what Republicans are saying? Oh the left, no, 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 the left got mad at this joke. The left did get mad. Actually, I'm surprised that took me so long to bring it up. Um, the left did get mad. A lot of uh, pro-gay groups were very upset that Colbert did this, and they said it was an anti... Uh, it was a homophobic joke. It was an anti-gay joke. And they were really upset with him. And they were the ones that were kind of leading the... the maybe not fire Colbert, but they were very upset about it and saying that he needed to so, issue an apology. And he didn't. He came out and was like, sorry, not sorry. I don't care. Yeah, I, I saw that, which I think that was... Good on him to not be bullied because, you know, that... Yeah. It, it, to me, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Like, it's a joke. Deal with it. To me, to me that, that part of it is the line that I wouldn't have crossed. All the other stuff that he said didn't cross a line in my mind. Um, it wasn't funny, but it didn't cross a line in my mind. Once he got to that, where it was like, oh, dude, you know it's 2017, and you can't do stuff like that, right? Like, that's that's going to offend people, and whether you care or not about people being offended, mm-hmm. that one's a little bit more legitimate. That, to me, is... Like I don't think there's anything say, legitimate about saying the president's mouth is a cock holster for Vladimir Putin. It's just not legitimate. No, there's no, no, no. that's not le- no, that's not legitimate. There's something that no, you misunderstood. No, I know what you're saying. It's you're saying le- the outrage. It's, it's an outrageous statement and the outrage. But to me, it's so outrageous that there should be no outrage. Like that's obviously it, it's such a fantasy it's, that it it does. 
Right, I understand that, but you're you're thinking about it on the merits of what he said. What I'm saying is it makes total sense for a homosexual to be offended by the way he used that terminology. That's what I'm saying. Um, I still don't even see that. I'm, really? Yeah, like I don't see, like I get, I get that people... You don't see why a gay person would take the term cock holster... In referring to somebody's mouth. No, I've known as, a lot of gay people. They use stuff like that all the time. It doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but as we know and we were taught, not all people are the same. So just because you knew some gay people right. doesn't mean they're representative of the group. Well, that's fine, too. But obviously, you know, just because one person's offended doesn't mean anything. And most people are going to laugh at it. It's a joke. But because a little small minority. Oh, how, what was the signature? Is like a thousand people were offended. Oh, no. There's like millions and millions of right. people who probably laughed. So why are we upset? I, yeah. No, no, no. I, I understand that completely. And I did like I wasn't offended by it. I kind of laughed. The only reason. Oh, that my I God. You kind of laughed, dude. He, he, here's the thing. The only reason that I did was because it shocked the hell out of me. <laughs> like, damn, did he just say that on NBC? And I understand it's late night dude. and whatnot. At, you know, but right. it's it just like we graduated damn, high school in 2006. That would have been gold if any of us would have thought of that on the school bus. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> right. It's a funny say. It's a right. funny thing. So yeah, but it's something that you say in Cards Against Humanity, not when you're addressing a political <laughs> dignitary. So I, well, um, hey, that, that's to me, like I said, it's free speech. It's it's whatever. I don't. Uh, I don't. No, that's no, that's fine. And I don't think that he shouldn't have said it. As far as should he have been allowed to say it? Right. All I'm saying is that, like, to me, that would have been the like if I was going to deliver that unfunny rant, that would have been the one thing I didn't say because I would have been like, ah, that's a line yeah. I don't want to step on. That was like the um, one part that actually seemed like he put some effort into it. It's it's it was way. It was on a different level than all of the damn conservative ones now, where basically they just take anything and say, it's cancer. Ooh, I'm a provocator now. No, that's not funny. Right. Stop saying it. Ooh, liberalism is cancer. <laughs> Ooh, feminism is cancer. You're not clever. So at least cockholster right. is somewhat funny. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it's lazy <laughs> to me, but that's fine. Um, I'd never heard so, it before, so it can't be that lazy. I'm sure it's existed so, out there. Someone has called that to someone. I'm point. sure. Yeah, but. I'm sure somebody has said that. It's probably the name of a bad porno. So right. Um, so anyway, but all right. Well, I think I think that's a that's a good place to leave it for the week. So um, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, we will be. We'll have episodes up on itunes weekly should mm -hmm. be out on tuesday sometime during the during the day um right make sure to like you know, our I'll, facebook page because we do uh live events and things like that uh pretty often yep. now so definitely something to look forward yeah. to yeah we definitely do you can kind of see the way that the way that it's being uh shot um the comments or the uh, the links to the show and the to topics we discussed are all listed in the comments uh, the comment section as well as the links to our social media accounts and how you can um, find the show on other platforms um, so yeah I think that I think that about does it thanks for listening and as always we're going to leave you now with the alternative fact of the week I am not a pre-existing condition 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 I am not a pre-existing condition.